So Mary is definitely singing the Lord's praises here. She is saying the Lord is great and she is rejoicing over the role she has been given to play. Welcome to the God is my CEO show. I'm your host, Gail Chalky. I am an entrepreneur, teacher, prayer warrior, and founder of the Impact Makers Journey Mastermind. I am passionate about helping Christian entrepreneurs transform their businesses through the power of God's mighty word. So tell me, are you intrigued by the thought of operating your business with the Lord at the center? Great, then you are in the perfect place. On this podcast, you'll learn why you need to focus on kingdom impact and how you can take those first simple steps towards making God your CEO. Get ready to hear stories from the Bible and interviews from modern Christian entrepreneurs for practical application in your business. This is a podcast to empower Christian entrepreneurs to rise up and magnify business success for God's glory. Are you ready to join the movement? Let's go. Hello, friends. I am starting out with a question today. What is that one business situation that is causing you anxiety right now? Got it? Okay, keep that thought for a bit and we'll come back to it at the end of the session today. We are going to jump right into one of the most well-known passages in scripture. I am starting with Luke chapter one, verse 27. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. I recently enjoyed reading the book, Hidden Christmas by Pastor Timothy Keller. In chapter five, Pastor Keller specifically discusses Mary's faith. I have put a link to his book in the show notes for your reference. 
Well, we all know that Christmas itself is one big gift to us in the form of the baby Jesus. Today, however, I would like to focus on Mary's responsive Christian faith and then relate that to you as someone who has been called to be a business owner in this place and time. We can learn much from Mary's story. Please note that in the passage I just read, the angel's message to Mary was both totally unexpected and very puzzling to her. In verse 29, we are told that Mary was fearful of the angel's visit and what this might mean for her. The angel quickly responded with, do not be afraid, Mary. As the angel then continued speaking, Mary asked another question. How can this be because I am a virgin? The angel went on to explain, adding in that her cousin Elizabeth would also give birth to a child in her old age. After the angel had finished speaking, Mary exchanged her sheer confusion at the angel's presence for acceptance of the Lord's wishes for her and responded in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So here is the question. Do you think that Mary was completely at ease and understood everything that the angel had told her? No. Can we even begin to imagine her dismay and fear at being a pregnant, unmarried woman in those times? The thought of surviving that experience must have been terrifying to her. Yet Mary agreed and even said, may your word to me be fulfilled. I imagine you can already begin to see the connection here between Mary and the job of being a business owner. But let's keep going because I would like to focus even more on the next section of scripture known as Mary's song, which can be found in Luke chapter one, verses 46 through 55. Mary leaves her fiance, Joseph, and travels to be with her cousin, Elizabeth, whom has also been blessed with a child, even in her old age. As you may already know, this son of hers will one day be known as John the Baptist. Let's begin again with chapter one in Luke, and this time verses 39 through 45. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored? 
that the mother of my Lord should come to me. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Wow. So from this scripture, we are to understand that Elizabeth, by the power of the Holy Spirit, does indeed recognize that Mary is carrying the Messiah. Mary responds to this with what can only be described as great praise for the Lord. Listen to verses 46 through 55, also known as Mary's song. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Wow. <laughs> so Mary is definitely singing the Lord's praises here. She is saying the Lord is great, and she is rejoicing over the role she has been given to play. So now we are going to go through this song in detail. Are you ready? Relax, get comfortable, and if you are a note taker, this would be a good time to prepare to take notes. Let's see what we can learn from this beautiful song and how this can be applied to the role of you as a business owner. Ready? This is going to be so good, I promise. And when we're done, hopefully you'll be ready to sing your own song of praise. So let's start off with verses 46 and 47. And Mary is simply rejoicing. And again, she says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. So I want you to note here, she is not focused on the value this could add to her life. She is not weighing the pros and the cons of proceeding with this. She is simply rejoicing. She is praising the Lord. She is just exhibiting thankfulness. And instead, she's focusing on the blessing within this turmoil. So you want to jot that down. Praise the Lord. Focus on that blessing. Okay, let's keep going with her song. Verses 48 and 49. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. 
From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Well, of course, right here, Mary is referring to herself. She's a humble servant living in the poor, struggling village of Nazareth. When she talks about all generations, she is referring to the Lord's history of delivering his people in the past. Yes, there is much biblical history. And finally, she is amazed and overwhelmed that he has blessed her, this humble servant, with this amazing calling. So I just want you to jot something else down here. He did not care who she was or where she came from. He chose her. Okay. Then we have quite a few verses here. Um, she goes on in verses 50 through 55. So we'll start with 50. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. And 51, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Okay, so let's stop here for a moment because in our society, we hold on to a lot of pride. We thrive on refusing to ask for help when we need it. That's actually considered something bad and negative in our society, right? It's considered something to look up to if you're a self-made person, if you don't need any help. We have to be careful because our pride can hold us back from acting on God's direction and also on being obedient to him. So I want you to jot down too much pride. Okay, moving on to verse 52 and 53. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. Okay, so we know he much prefers humility to pride, but verse 53, it talks about sending the rich away empty. So what does this mean? It doesn't mean you can't make money. It means you are to use your wealth to glorify the Lord. So the bigger question here is, and one I'm going to leave up to you, how can you glorify the Lord with all that you do? That's a big one. Okay, and the last two verses here, verses 54 and 55 say, he has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful, to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. So the Lord is merciful. So you want to write that down? He's merciful. Mary believes in the covenant that was made to Abraham. She has faith. Faith is huge. 
So are you listening to these powerful words and promises? In these verses, the powerful Holy Spirit is strong, enabling Mary and you to recognize out loud that she's not the only ordinary person on whom God has smiled. She reflects on God's mercy to all sorts of vulnerable people. God has shown mercy, Mary sings, to those who fear the Lord. God is, in other words, kind to those who live in faithful and obedient respect for whom he is. This mercy, Mary sings in verse 50, extends from generation to generation. So human mercy is at best temporary, but God's mercy is persistent and multi-generational. So some more words here, all this goodness I want you to jot down. Faithfulness, obedience, respect for the Lord. And also note, his mercy is persistent and multi-generational. So this recognition of all these mighty deeds God has performed and the mercies he has given to the people of Israel is very significant. Mary is telling us that while she may still be nervous about her situation, we don't read that in the Bible, but you can just imagine, right, how she must feel. We know some of the things she has to go through. She knows God has it all under control. That's what her song of praise is saying. She's given it up to him. And finally, what's really important here is that she believes he would not give her this blessing only to abandon her. So even though she may be a tiny bit nervous about how this is going to happen, she's given it to the Lord. He has it under his control. So did you hear that, friends? This is so hard, I know, at times for me. So let me repeat it. God has it all under control. And he is not giving you this blessing of being a business owner only to abandon you. So please write that down. Jot that down in your notes. God has it all under control. So the big overall message here for us is that we have to have faith. As business owners, we have to have faith. We are to trust in our Lord. No matter the situation or the circumstance, God has it all in his hands. We should strive to imitate the heart and mind of Mary in every situation. And you know, her words are not just for the Advent season, they are for all seasons. So what I'd like to do is um, just get you started and writing your own song. No, you are not back in those times. We are in the modern world and you are a modern business owner, but you are a Christian and a believer in the Lord. And if you have said yes, to God's calling on your life to be an entrepreneur, 
you should have a song. Remember, Mary was first worried and confused when the angel visited her. She was honest with her fear, and then she jumped right in and said, yes, yes, I will do it. Yes, your will be done to me. Even though it was scary and confusing and strange, sound a bit familiar? So let's draw some parallels here to help you grow your business impact. Let's go back to that earlier question. What business situation is causing you anxiety? Let's take that anxiety, apply the concepts we learned from Mary's song of praise today, and see what kind of song you can come up with to help you in the role of business owner. Okay, so I'm gonna go through a couple reminders here. Number one, thank the Lord for calling you to this role as a business owner in this time and place. Okay, so you want to start out with thanking him, just like Mary thanked him. And this song you can use over and over again, and you're going to personalize it to your situation. Number two, praise the Lord. So you're going to first thank him for giving you this calling. And number two, praise the Lord over this situation. And I know this isn't easy. But find the blessing. What is it in this situation? So this song is for your particular situation, or you could do a generic one. That would work also. But when you're using your song, make sure you find the blessing in that situation that's just driving you nuts. So for instance, if you just created a new program and no one has signed up, thank the Lord for the program and how it can help people. And perhaps in thanking him, maybe you'll be able to market it in a better light. Maybe there's something you missed. That's just an example. Okay, number three. Are you feeling unfit for this challenge as a business owner? So you have to remember in your song, you have to remember the Lord doesn't care who you are or where you came from. He has placed you in this role here and now for his purpose. Don't let the enemy shoot you down. Number four, don't forget, the Lord has delivered people in the past. Why do you feel you're any different? Won't he deliver you? Perhaps it won't be in the way you think it should be done, but in his way instead. Number five. Remember that the Lord shows mercy to those who are faithful to the Lord, obedient in his ways, and trusting that he is there for them. I know this is not easy. And that's another reason why we work so well together in Christian communities where we can support and lift one another up. Number six. Never forget that the Lord is persistent and multi-generational. He is there to pick you up when you fall down at work. He has helped generations before you. He is there for you. Just always remember his ways are not our ways, but he is always there working for you. And number seven, yes, God has it all under control. 
He is your CEO. You are to be an excellent steward of the resources he has gifted you with. Believe it or not, he does have it all under control. Think back to Mary, who knew he would not abandon her, even when things looked impossible. So I challenge you, spend some quiet time with the Lord and write your own song. And then every time you have a work situation, go back and read your song. I know you can do this, friends, because the Lord has placed you here in this role for his wonderful purposes. You can continue growing your business to serve those he has called you to serve. No simple little work situation will stop him. It will only stop you. And that is just what the enemy wants. Stay strong. Lift up any situation that's bothering you to him. And remember what Mary taught us in her song. Be thankful, be praiseful, be faithful, be obedient, be trusting. And that the Lord doesn't care who you are or where you come from. He shows mercy. He is persistent. His ways are not our ways. God has it all under control. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Be blessed. If you are excited to grow your kingdom impact, your first step is to take the free online impact assessment tool I created just for you. This quick and easy tool provides you with a base measurement to identify the specific areas you need to focus on in your unique business. Plus, it has some great tips and resources to get you started. The link to the free impact assessment tool can be found in the show notes. Congratulations on taking the first step in this exciting journey.